When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What an awful loss. What an absolutely horrible loss. You work your ass off to tie the game at the end of regulation with Fox. I thought the Bucks made a, a bad mistake. They fouled intentionally with too much time left on the clock at the end of the game. But you're up by six. All right. You're up by five. You're up. All you got to do is make a freaking free throw. Make a free throw. Malik Monk misses two. Fox misses one. Damian Lillard, how many times has he killed the Kings? Make a free throw. How many times have we talked about free throw shooting? And you know what, Ryan? Their free throw shooting was excellent until when they really needed it. Up until that point, their free throws were outstanding. But when they needed them, Malik Bunk and De'Aaron Fox go three or four from the line and you lose by one point. Awful. Grant, it um, it speaks to the season. The numbers don't lie it's what we all talk about the king season free throw percentage grant 73 percent yep yep or excuse listen, me 73 percent they shoot 73. 75 75 percent tonight i mean malik monk misses two free throws and fox goes to the line you know i mean at the very least i mean make, make one more free throw there and you're going to double overtime I mean, you can't lose that game. You had that game. First of all, you score the first six points of overtime, and then all of a sudden you're down by one, but no problem. You recovered. You're up by four. You have a chance to close the game out at the line. Make a freaking free throw. Unbelievable. Grant, it's the little things that make the big differences all season. First off, Kings have not been in many games like this, right? We have no. to point that out. So, and let's be, let's take a step back. This is a very good Milwaukee team. The Kings gave them everything yep. they had tonight. Um, yep. But unfortunately, when you get down to that point in games like this, Grant, it's the little things you have to lean on the fundamentals yep. and some of those things the Kings have not hammered down quite yet. Malik Monk, six of 10 from the line. I mean, he's won a lot of games for Sacramento, but you he can't has. miss free throws. Uh, I, I'm going to take a – first of all, I don't disagree with what you said. Milwaukee is a very good team, okay? However, you came into tonight's game, having been in Milwaukee last night, watched the Bucks play a game down to the end, a close right. game with the Warriors. Then you find out before the game that Chris Middleton is not playing because of rest with his right. knee. 
So you miss one of their most prolific players that's off the floor. Okay. Now, yeah, you lost Keegan Murray in the second half, and that proved to be a big loss for Sacramento as much defensively as anything. The biggest positive that I saw tonight was Kevin Herter. I mean, I know he made a bad foul on Lillard, you know, to get a to, to get three free throws that put the Bla- or the Blazers, the Bucks up by one. But then the Kings recovered from that. But I love yeah. that's the Kevin Herter I'm expecting to see on a more regular basis, though. Yeah, he he played with a different swagger, Grant, and it partially that's because of the minutes he played. Right, it's easier to get in the flow of a game, but um, once he turns it on, it's hard to turn off. So he's he makes it a different team for this Kings team when those shots are going in. And I got to tell you, Mike Brown gets kicked out of the game. Those technicals. Now I know I don't have a problem getting kicked out, but what I'm saying is, when you analyze a, a 53 minute game, you look at everything. You know, you look at yeah, everything. you have to, you, you have to. I mean, I, I'm looking at just even in overtime when Jordy Fernandez called the timeout in between Giannis's first and second free throws. Yeah, that left the Kings with only one timeout left. They could have possibly challenged that call um, where Malik was saying the ball was off of the Bucks. They didn't have the timeout to do it, and the rest is history. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm only going to say this. Giannis, not a good free throw shooter and had had been struggling from the line in this game. And yes. I'm OK with giving him two and a half minutes to think about that second free throw. So I, I I understand what you're saying. But if Giannis misses that free throw, you win the game. You know, he made the free throw. So the Kings, how many opportunities, Ryan? I'm doing this off the top of your head. How many opportunities did the Kings have to win this game tonight? Several, right? Easily, easily four opportunities at different times. De'Aaron Fox, Malik Monk. Yep. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. We could name them. Four two. Yeah, you could name so many, but it's hard, Grant, because I don't want to take away from what this team did tonight. I mean, Milwaukee again. You pointed it out on the second night of a back to back, but the Kings stood up to them and they really adjusted. I liked that big lineup. I did too. I liked it a lot. All right, so here I'm going to jump ahead for a minute, and then we'll come back to this. Yeah. If you don't win against Phoenix, this is a bad road trip, period. All right? You 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 went through these five games knowing full well that you should have an automatic two wins against Detroit and Charlotte. Now, I am, I'm well aware that Charlotte beat the Kings a little more than a week ago, but let's, let's call it the way it is. Charlotte's one of the very worst teams in the NBA and Detroit is the worst team in the NBA. So you looked at those games as W's. So all you needed to do was win one of the next three to make this a very good road trip. Tonight's opportunity is gone and you had it in your hands at the end of the game in the most basic elementary part of basketball. And that's making a 15 foot shot with nobody on you called free throws. That's the hard part. Yep. And and it it points the spotlight on the free throws, but you point out there's many other points of the game that could have changed the tide for this Kings team. But at the end of the day, Grant, this team, would you say this is their best performance to date if you take the free throws out of it? Yep. I like the way they played. You know, they got a little careless with the ball uh, a little bit, but – because they only had nine turnovers for the game. Remember, they only had two at the half, right? They only had two at the half. So 
Yeah, I listen. Thirty four assists, Grant. No, I know. Assists. I was just saying, thirty four assists is outstanding. That should yes. win you every game, even if it goes into overtime. You know, it, exactly right. Right there with you. Hey, everyone, we are going to take calls tonight as well. So I'm going to drop the link right now in the chat. If you want to come up, ask us a question, feel free. We'd love to have you. You guys have been asking some great questions lately. Appreciate the uh, super chat donation. Thank you very much. Uh, we're getting a lot of people that are chiming in. So here it is. Here's the link. All right. There you have it. Right there, Ryan put it up on the screen for you, and uh, you can join us. You don't have to go video if you want. You can just go with your voice. Uh, it's completely up to you, but I'll leave that up on the screen uh, for a minute. So let's hope that Keegan Murray's okay to go yeah. against the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Did, did yeah. you notice anything out of the ordinary nope. in that first half? I did not. Nope. I was very surprised when I didn't see him uh, in the second half. And then, you know, I, I, I went online and saw – you know that it was a hip so no i definitely was surprised i didn't i didn't notice any uh difference in his gait or anything did you no nothing whatsoever i mean but again i mean look at what happened to kevin herter a couple nights ago and luckily he's out there tonight but freak things happen yeah 143 to 142 the final score and uh this is a difficult one to uh swallow hey remember if you have any plumbing issues new works plumbing is there for you just go to sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen new works plumbing they've got a fix for you that's sacserviceplumbing.com available 24 7 for all of your plumbing needs and repairs new works plumbing they've got a fix for you no fix for the king's free throw shooting tonight i mean that is really 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 disappointing it, I, I hate that it takes away from the performance they put on tonight. And now you turn to the pressure, like you said, into Phoenix, the Kings go. Yeah. All right, let's get to some calls. Dash, go ahead. You're on with Grant and Ryan. What can we do for you? Yeah, man, great game. Sucks to lose it like that. But yeah, just your point, like free throws. Malik Monk, usually a great free throw shooter. Um, but you have to hit those in the pressure situation. But I really liked um, – Alex Lenz rotations uh, coming in. He, he provided a good boost defensively, I thought. Um, and, yeah, a couple of immature things also. I think that Jordy timeout when Herder had the ball and he got it, Trey Lyles, those two free throw shooters, I would love to see them on the line in that situation as well. Uh, but I like the fight back the Kings showed today, um, mm -hmm. you know, going down and fighting back. Uh, that was something that's been missing the last few big games. So I like seeing that, but sucks to lose. Yeah, thank you, Dash. Ryan? Yeah, I mean, nothing that he says is wrong there. I mean, we can nitpick the little things, Dash, but um, at the end of the day, it sucks to lose, especially in this fashion. Condog, you're next. Welcome to the post game. How are you? All right, so this is just a little research I've done on free throws, but the Kings shoot 73%. The 4 Pistons team with historically bad free throw shooter Ben Wallace and a defensive-oriented team shot 75% as a team. How about and we're, that? Um, we're a three-point shooting offensive team. So if we can't shoot with a defensive team from the line, that's going to cost us a lot of games. It cost you one tonight. There's no question about that. We really appreciate the research you do. I was not yeah. aware of that. That that tells a story. You know, a lot of times people just throw stats up and it doesn't tell a story. I appreciate the fact that your stats just told the story. That really puts it in relevance. Um Thank you for that. That's a good job by you. Yeah, I mean that that's that alarmed me because that is a heavy defensive team. I 
you know, a lot of like in a three point contest, I'll take almost every Kings player, but in a three throw contest, we might be taking a defensive Pistons team. That's crazy. Yeah. Different NBA too. Different yeah. NBA. Condog, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate you. Thanks, Steve. All right. Good stuff. I, he's good, man. He's he always comes up with interesting tidbits. I really appreciate that. You know, Grant, it's easy. Grant, we, Go ahead. we we got to start rating his. Uh, whenever he comes on the air, he goes. Ah. <laughs> Catch! I see he's doing it right now. Everybody can't see it, but we can see it. I'll put him on real quick. All right, here we go. You're back on. Here we go. Yes. There it is. Uh, I, I love it. Appreciate it. There That's it good is. Stuff. <laughs> My let's man. Get, let's get to Teddy. Go ahead, Teddy. What's up, Teddy? Hello, guys. How are you doing? Well, hanging in there after that one. Doing well. Yeah, we can't give up. We can't. Speak up. Got to speak louder. Can't hear you. Let's go to Eli. Eli, you're hey, on. Hey, Teddy, with hang Ryan. in there. Go ahead, Eli. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. What's up, Eli? Hey, long time no see, guys. Um, hey, I really liked how uh, the Kings were well-rounded tonight, and Kevin Herter's game yeah. was really good, finally. So I think they played a really all-around game that was that was really good, but I didn't like the coaching mishaps. I didn't like the Jordy Fernandez two timeouts in a row, and I didn't like the Mike Brown getting thrown out of the game. What do you, what do you really think the logic is? Because you don't really gain anything by getting thrown out of the game like that. You cost your team two points. Can you kind of explain what the thought process is there? I don't like it on the road. I don't like it on the road when you're playing a good team and you know, based on the way the game was going at that point, that every point is big. And I, I'm with you. I'm okay sometimes for a coach to get kicked out. But when you're playing a team that's better than you on their home floor and you know it's a tight game, losing two points there is just devastating to me. Not devastating, but it's not good. All right? Yeah, I think the coaching really cost them more than the players this time. But uh, what, one more question for you guys. I know we were talking about comparing this team to last season's team several times. And Grant, I think I've heard you say that you thought last season's team might be a little bit better. But if we kind of project out, if the Kings continue on their current pace, they're going to get a comparable number of wins. Maybe, you know, one more, one less win than last year. Now, if they do that in a stronger Western Conference this year, they'll end up maybe one or two slots lower than number three. Would you still say it's fair to say that they're you know worse than last year if they get a comparable number of wins this year if they don't win the first round playoffs no they're not worse than last year uh I, but i i think it's a a neutral season like i don't think you move to step forward in that situation personally i think the kings you don't you don't think they kept up with inflation grant <laughs> 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 That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> hey, I'm I'll just say, asking. I, I, I'll say this. I'll answer your question, Eli. It's a very good one. Personally, I don't think the Kings could beat any of the teams ahead of them in the standings right now in the playoffs, with maybe the exception of Oklahoma City because of the way, the way they match up and it will be Chet Holmgren's first postseason. I don't think they could beat Minnesota. I don't think they could beat Denver. I don't think they could beat the Clippers. Okay, I don't think they could beat New Orleans in the playoffs. And so I uh, and again, this is with the roster that we currently have. I don't know if Monty McNair is going to make a trade, but based on the roster and the way it looks right now and based on what they've done as we approach the halfway point of the season, I don't think this Kings team. And Jerry said this the other day, and I think he's spot on. This team is very close. They're right on the bubble to being mm -hmm. a top six team. Mm -hmm. And you know that you you don't want to be in a play-in tournament. It's too risky. 
All right? right. Especially with a team that doesn't shoot free throws well. So I think it's imperative that this team is a top six team. Yeah, I think they'll do that. And I agree with you about the Clippers and the Pelicans. I don't think they'll beat them, but the other teams they, they have beaten. So they're I'm not beating uh, Eli, they're not beating Denver. Come on. They're not beating Denver if they have uh Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic. Let's get honest here. They're not beating Denver. Yeah, okay. But it could go to like six games or seven games potentially. Yeah, but, but that doesn't yeah. get you to the second round, Eli. No, you're right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, who cares? You know, if you don't win the series, it doesn't really matter. But great, great. Grant, those nuances matter to Sacramento fan. Come on, you gotta remember. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. Have a good night. Eli, you're great. Appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, you, Eli. Thank you. All right. I want to tell you about uh, Bennett's and their prime seafood and steak with three locations Sacramento, Roseville, and their newest location, which has been open since the summer uh, at the Blue Oaks Town Center. It's great. Go check it out in Rockland. Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Make a reservation, check out the menu and more. Happy hour specials during the week on apps and drinks. Over 60 different types of wine available by the glass. That's Bennett's, Bennett'sRestaurants.com for your prime seafood and steaks. Well, this is, uh, you think this is the toughest loss of the year? No, no, no. I, I come out of this one um, just, just a notch below where I came out of last year's game at home against Milwaukee. I think that this was a very good loss. It, it, it sucks that it could have been a, a win easily, but no, not bad. How about you? Well, there to me, the worst loss of the season was the home loss to Charlotte. All right, yes. because that that can't happen. They had lost eleven in a row. They had played the night before in Denver. Like to me, that's the worst loss of the year. Yeah. Okay, but this is, in my opinion, the worst loss of the year against a good team. And yeah, by that, that's I mean, fair. A, that's a, fair. A, a team that's better than you, and we can acknowledge yeah. that the Bucks are better. Of all the teams in the NBA that are better than Sacramento, and to me, in the East, there are three teams currently that are better than Sacramento. That's Boston. I don't think anyone would argue with that. That's Milwaukee, Agreed. again. Agreed. And, and in my opinion, Philadelphia, because they beat you even without Joel Embiid. They beat you without Embiid. So to me, I'm going to say that those teams in the East are better than Sacramento. All right? In the West, in my opinion, okay, these are the teams that are better than Sacramento. Even though you're one and one against them, Minnesota. Even though you're two and zero oh against them, I'm going to leave Oklahoma City on the back burner. I'm not ready to say that yet. Denver's better than you, okay. The Clippers are better than you. The Pelicans are better than you. This is the first game, in my opinion, that the Kings have lost to a better team that I label as tough to digest, because they, when you have it, when you're on the road. And you have a team beat, okay? Yeah. And they had this team beat, and you end up losing on a 33-foot shot at the buzzer. This is a bad loss against a good team. That's the way I characterize it. I agree with you. I saw a lot of positives in this game, too. But during an 82-game season, when you're playing an upper echelon team on their court, and you have a chance to win it and you lose it, those are tough to digest. Well said, Napes, but I, I do have to ask you this. So you're going to say not yet on OKC? Matchups. And Clippers, you're going to say yes to? The Clippers would beat the Kings, in my opinion, no more than six games if they're healthy. They've proven that already. When, they when they're healthy, the Kings can't beat the Clippers. When they're healthy. When yeah. they're, well, they're, they've been healthy all year. 
they've been healthy all year, but right. there's still a lot of year to go. I mean, that's a team that's not yeah. – their stars have not but, played but we, full seasons wait, in a long I understand time. that. But you can't forecast injuries. You can't sit there and go, well, the Kings are going to be better than the Clippers because I know they're going to have injuries. No, you I don't can't, know that. I can't, I, I can't forecast injuries, but I can forecast that this guy only played 37 games last year, well, and this guy's on pace to play 80 games this year. That's a big difference for some of I these guys. Only, I only know what I know. Okay? I don't know – I can't – go into a make-believe scenario. I only know that if the Clippers have their roster on the floor, and that means Kawhi Leonard and Paul mm-hmm. George, the Kings aren't beating them. They're not beating mm-hmm. them in a playoff series. And and I'm if Denver has Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic on the floor, they're not beating them. They're not. Oklahoma City, Chet Holmgren's never been in the playoffs before. It's a whole new animal. The Kings, the Kings have already beat a fully – stock team twice this year, albeit on their home floor. I'm not saying the Kings would beat OKC, but you and I talked about what what is the NBA game about? It's about matchups. We don't yeah. like the way the Kings match up in New Orleans. New Orleans isn't that much of a better team than Sacramento, but the matchups are not good for Sacramento. I look at matchups. Yeah, it strings them out. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and that's why a trade deadline, hopefully that changes a few things. And I think the matchups aspect is 100% fair. I just... For me, it, yeah, you're right about OKC and the what if. Uh, the matchups are there for the Kings, but the Clippers, I, I just got to see more. That's just me. And what do Rockets, you have to see from the Rockets? Rockets are not better than Sacramento. The Kings lost two games to the Rockets without De'Aaron Fox. So I'm not ready to say that the Rockets are better than Sacramento. I'm no, not ready the Rockets are not even close. No, they're, they're, the Rockets are a 500 team. Are people not looking at the standings? They're not a better team than Sacramento. Stop it with that nonsense. I mean, stop it. That's not, it's stupid. We're not talking stupid here on this show. We can have a difference of opinion, but we're not talking stupid. The Rockets are not better than Sacramento. All right, please. Just, the Kings are 23 and 16 and the Rockets are 19 and 19. And oh yeah, by the way, the Rockets beat the Kings twice without the Aaron Fox. No way they're beating the Kings twice without Fox. Not happening. They might yep, beat them uh, once. I'm- they might beat them once without with Fox. They're not beating them twice. It's probably a split. If you are just joining us here on If You Don't Like That, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe if you haven't already. And there is the link right there below. If you want to join us live, come up, ask a question. Don't have to be on video. Up to you. Uh, But we'd love to have you. All right. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, Again, you saw the link right there. Join us. And again, I... I'm going to go back to this. If you lose to the Phoenix Suns, this is a very bad road trip. And if you beat the Phoenix Suns, it's a good road trip. But if you lose, if you lose to the Phoenix Suns, this is a bad road trip. And make no mistake about it, all right? I don't know if you've looked at the schedule. You come home for two games, and then you leave on the longest trip of the year again. Yep. All right? Yep. How does this happen? What What is it, 12 of 14 right now? Yeah. And then at the yep. front end of the season, the Kings had 10 of 15 on the road. It's uh, absurd. So- It's, I don't know how that happens. So anyways, we get to uh, David D. Welcome to the show, David. Oh, we both put him up. Oh, I got it. Go ahead. Sorry, buddy. Hey, guys. Good morning from Serbia. Oh, hello there. Hey. Just had a quick comment on the Mike Brown uh, being thrown out. I think um, I might disagree uh, with the point that every point counts. You have to make three throws. It comes down to that. But uh, I think in the context of the whole season for the Kings, I think it 
it looked like the best thing that could have happened. I don't know, it's just my opinion, because it was really like the pressure was really built up and uh, they all like played more freely. And it was a 12-point game at that moment. So I don't know. It might be a controversial. Well, you know, yeah, so in, David, hindsight, in hindsight, it got his team back in the game. They got him fired up. And you're right. They were down uh, 11 or 12 at that point. You said 12. I couldn't remember if it was 11 or 12. I'll take your word for it. So let's say they were down 12. And guess what? They caught up and they forced it into overtime. So, yeah, you know what? In retrospect, he gave up two points, but it seemed to fire up his team. And they, they, got, they got right back in the game. So I, I can buy that. Yeah, yeah, and thank you guys for everything you're doing. So, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. All right. Enjoy thank your you, day. Uh, enjoy your Monday over in Serbia. I I want to see this team just go and beat Phoenix. I don't care how you do it. Just go get that win, and you're going to feel really good going home for your brief two-game homestand. Yeah, you, you would hope so. Well, Phoenix, you know, they're playing a little bit better. Bradley Beal puts up 37 against the Lakers. They win against the Lakers 127-109 the other night. Um, the thing I feel good about, if they win in Phoenix, it's almost like the Kings got sent to the G League for a couple games, right, on <laughs> this road trip with the Pistons and with the Hornets to a degree. And it's like they went back to basics and got down into the paint Tonight, Grant, again, they had, I believe it was 64, 64 points in the paint. That's a number we haven't seen very much, and that's been consistent throughout this road trip. So that's something that is a building block going forward on this season that this team needs. And if Phoenix beats Portland tonight, and they're up by 10 at the half, and if they beat Sacramento, they'd only be one game back in the loss column. So mm. that's a big, big game. Coming up, I'm gonna I'm gonna just assume that Phoenix ends up winning that game at Portland. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna assume that that would put Phoenix with a record of 21 and 18, and if they beat Sacramento, that would put them at 22 and 18, and the Kings would be at 23 and 17. So they'd only be a game back of Sacramento. The Western Conference this year. Think yep. about that, and think about how we were talking about Phoenix a couple weeks ago. At least me. I was saying yep. Phoenix was spent. Well, again, uh, you lose a game. There were a lot of positives, but you when you play a team like Milwaukee and you have them down, you've got to step on them. And the Kings mm -hmm. let them up. They let them up. When Giannis missed that second free throw, all right, at the end of regulation, and they allow – and Fox goes down and beats the defense – and scores to send this game to overtime, you have all the momentum, all of it. You come out and you score the first six points of overtime. Milwaukee has to take a timeout. You have all the momentum. Kevin Herter, bad foul on Lillard, gets to the line for three, all right, which puts Milwaukee up, I think it was 135 to 134. No problem. You, you, get, you gather yourself. You're very composed. Right before you know it, you're up by two possessions again. And all you need to do is make a free throw. Malik Monk misses both. Fox misses his first. So you miss three consecutive free throws with the game in the palm of your hands. It's going to be a tough flight to Phoenix for those guys. 
Well, how, how does this team bounce back, right? One of the characteristics or attributes we talk about, Grant, is you know they might look bad a couple times in a row, but they keep it to a couple times. And yep. this could snowball with that schedule that you're coming up if you lose to this Phoenix team. Um, it, it first time the Tings are going to see a full Phoenix team, barring any injuries or rest management. I'm going to I'm doing this off the top of my head. So I'm sure there are people out there that know the stats better than I do, because I can't do it when I'm on with you. Other than the 0-4 start last year, mm -hmm. have the Kings had a three game losing streak since then? They had a losing streak that was, I want to say, between six and eight games, Grant. Last I, year? I, I, I feel like they've had a six or Not eight last game year. streak at one Not, time. They couldn't have had They couldn't have. They started no, off maybe they, they won 48 games. There's no way they could have you're had You're right. It would have been four. Yeah, no, they haven't. No. I didn't think so. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Great point. Yeah, I, so so what you're saying is, and I'm with you, they don't lose three games in a row very often. John! What's up, buddy? How are you, Grant? Can you hear me? Can you see me? Unfortunately, I can see you, but the good news is I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. You too, Ryan. Hey, Man, I, hey, I was John. just wondering if this... John, I got a question yes, for Ryan. you. How about Absolutely, them Cowboys? Buddy. How about them Cowboys? Man, you know what? What can I say? It happens. You know, I got to thank you guys for letting me get over this you guys are part of my uh get we got to get over it right it's not going to kill anybody yeah, i've been going you, through this you, for should, too damn you, should long. Be, you should be an expert at getting over uh cowboy losses in the playoffs it's been pretty much your you know last 25 or 30 years so uh you know you you're an expert at that but anyway let's talk basketball right now what, what what's on your mind after watching that game well this after the Cowboys game, what's on my mind is I want a different coach. But the Kings game is I think we really did very well against a very quality opponent. I mean, come on. Giannis Antetokounmpo, that guy is a, a freaking good basketball player. And he's better than anyone we have on our team, no question about it. And to uh, at least hang in there against those guys was pretty freaking good. And I thought it would go to double overtime after halftime putting in our arms and everything and i'm i'm glad everybody participated in everything like that and now what do you what do you guys think about all of the games as well i thought it's a i i i a little bit of a different take than ryan i think this is a bad loss and i think this is a a, a real gut punch. I think if you would come out of there with a win, I think you're sky high going to Phoenix. I think it sets you up very well for the next period of time. And yeah, I saw some positives. I want to know if Keegan Murray is going to be able to play against Phoenix. I like what I saw from Kevin Herter, but I think this is a bad loss. Uh, do I see some positives? Yeah, I see some, but so on the heels of what just happened in Philadelphia, where you got annihilated, this is a bad loss in my opinion. Yeah, I can't I can't disagree too much with that, Grant. You know, that's why your that's why your input input is so great. Hey, are you watching the football game right now? It's twenty four uh, to twenty that Yeah, that John, point that, that answer, John does that answer your hey, question? Both of you guys point those down. Okay. Point those down. Don't put that up. Don't yeah, put you that can't. Up. 
Well, we can put it up for a second. It's right. putting it up for a second is not going to get us in trouble, I don't think. All right. So, John, here's the deal. All right. Uh, it's a bad day for you. So we're going to let you go. I want you to relax. I want to keep your heart rate down. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. You had two <laughs> bad losses today. All right. I know it, Grant. Hey, everything's going to be okay. It's a whole new year. All right, you hey, take care, I love buddy. the app. It seems to be this app seems to be working pretty well. It's great. It's called YouTube, my friend. Thank you very much. You take care. Yeah. And by the way, you you do need a new coach, but you need a new quarterback. But I've only been saying that for the last five years. But who wants to, you know, yeah, listen to me? All right, I want to tell you about CaloosaSunrise.com. This from Blazona Development, and it is Sunrise Landing in Calusa. Six models to choose from and there's no melaroos there's no homeowners and all you need to do is go to calusasunrise.com and you can check out sunrise landing that's calusasunrise.com sacramento losing tonight and next up the last game of this five game road trip against the phoenix suns yeah, Grant, I would be really interested to pull the Kings fans and see if you're going to have more like John that say, look, they played right to the end, or if you can have more like you with your take that this is an awful loss. I'm really curious to see where that falls. I think if you ask everyone in the locker room, they would say that this was a very bad loss, okay? Oh, the yeah, no, I'm talking about the fan base, the locker room, 100%. Well, I think when you have a chance to beat a team like Milwaukee and you have the game done, it's basically over and you lose in the fashion that you lost. Um, that's tough. You know, that's tough. It really is. It's tough. But yeah, I mean, listen, I, I see what you're saying. There were a lot of positives, but I'm also going to point this out. Okay. I'm going to keep on repeating this because you can't negate this. They didn't play with Chris Middleton. And they played last night a close game where their starters played a lot of right. minutes. And the game went to overtime, which means let's just call it the way it is. They had logged a lot of basketball in 24 hours without one of their best players. And you had See, a chance I don't, to win and you lost. I don't put that much credence into Chris Middleton not playing, Grant. Oh, I don't. Why? Because, because it changes the way Milwaukee plays. It spreads the floor out. When Chris well, they Middleton don't win a championship without there, Chris. They don't it, win a championship without Chris Middleton, and they're not one of the best teams in the East without Chris Middleton. He's a. I'm he's not. A, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying that those things aren't true, but I'm saying it's a different style of basketball when he's in there, and that's what allowed some of those other guys for Milwaukee, specifically the guards, Beasley, to step in and just fire things off Portis off the bench. I mean, it, it just kind of changes things a little bit for them. Beasley had 23, had a very good game in a starting role. So you make a great point. I mean, would have Chris Middleton shot seven of 12 and five of nine from three? I mean, he's certainly very capable. Middleton he, he's capable, but he struggles. He's either he's kind of on he's it. Jekyll or he's Jekyll and Hyde. He's Jekyll he's, and Hyde, yeah. He's like, he's kind of like Devin Booker in that way. You know, like where mm. Booker's feast or famine, it seems like when Booker's. Uh, but here's the deal. The Kings are... I kept I said this yesterday. They're a good team. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna win a lot more games than they lose. But in this Western conference, 
I know it's a cliche, but one game could really make the difference between being a top six team and being a seventh, eighth, or ninth place team. That's how tight it is. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's why, I, not that there's ever an acceptable loss, but that's why the really bad losses stand out, you know, yep. that we've talked about at home. Um, but it makes it tough. You got to get these ones, Grant, if you want to yep. have a 51 season. But hey, here's a positive. Usually when you see a star like Giannis, one of those big physical like specimens, the Kings usually have no idea how to guard them. Embiid, luckily he didn't play last game. I thought the Kings came on to something tonight with Alex Len, putting him out there on some of the bigger guys. I thought the yep. Kings going big was a different look. I thought, I, What did you think of that look? Well, it was good enough where they should have won the game. So um, I don't have a problem with that. I liked it at times. I'm trying to get the positives out of you. Come on. Well, I think there were positives tonight. Kevin Herter was a big positive. Although, I he mean, was. That, fouling Malik Monk in that, or uh, Damian Lillard in that situation was a big mistake by him. But that was a positive. I mean, there were I saw positives in the game tonight, too. I thought their ball movement was a positive. I thought taking care of the ball was a positive. Uh, all I'm saying is that you know, you're, you're going to be in a dogfight for 82 games. And if you don't end up, you know, as a top six seed, you're going to look at this game as one of those games that you let get away. Now you're going to win games that you probably shouldn't win along the way as well. But this, a boy, this is just a hard, hard, hard game to lose. But yeah, I saw well, some you positive. Just, so, you know, you just kind of hit on something because how many games did the Kings steal last year? When we're like, they had no business winning that game. Houston was one of them. Yeah, um, several. Comes to mind several. I don't think of really many of those to this point this season. Uh, I would agree with that. Uh, right off the it, top of my head, I'm not even sure I could name one. It, it's a blowout. Yeah. Where they blow them out or they get blown out. Blown out. Yeah. Good point. All right, uh, Phoenix is the next game. We appreciate everyone joining us. Thank you very much. 143 to 142, the final. And you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You can switch over to football now if you want. And again, <laughs> thank you very much. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.